Hi, and welcome to Food. I'm Mark Bittman. As always, you can reach out to us at food at markbittman.com. Send us questions, answers, rants, raves, whatever you like. Please subscribe to the podcast, rate us, and um, tell us what you think, too. Glad to have you here. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. We're all drinking more water these days, and we're all concerned that we're drinking safe, clean unpolluted water. Yet, according to our friends at the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in the United States have harmful contaminants in their tap water. That's why it's worth checking out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. They remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and are specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, you know, those forever chemicals in your water supply. PFAS, by the way, is found in almost 45% of U.S. tap water. AquaTrue has water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. Their proprietary purification technology is independently tested to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAS, nitrates, and many, many others. The filters are affordable and long-lasting, and they do not need changing every two or three months like so many others. They last from six months to up to two years. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water, less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you won't be buying bottled water, and it'll save the environment from tons of single-use plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and makes a great gift. Today, listeners to Food with Mark Bittman receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com, that's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com, and enter code Bittman at checkout. For 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier, go to AquaTrue.com and use the promo code Bittman, B-I-T-T-M-A-N. Have you ever bought something, owned something that really inspired you to up your game? A tennis racket, a new pair of running shoes, a new piece of cooking equipment that made you just want to cook your brains out. I know that when I first started cooking on induction burners, I just couldn't stop. It was so much fun. When we own exceptional things, they inspire us to do exceptional things. 
The all-new Lexus GX has an exceptional capability that will have you seeing possibilities you never knew existed. Its advanced technology and luxurious interior mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. Some of the features that are available on this car include Dynamic Sky Panorama Glass Roof, Front Row Massaging Seats, you know you want that, available 33-inch all-terrain tires, which you will want when you check out the Multi-Terrain Select. These are really great features, the kind of features that will make you proud and happy to own a Lexus GX. Live up to the all-new Lexus GX, luxury beyond limits. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Today's guest is unequivocally what you would call a fancy chef. Her food is elegant and thoughtful, and she loves sourcing for the restaurant's food outdoors. She has working relationships with her local fishermen, and much of what she does can be seen as a template for how restaurants, notably, yes, upscale restaurants, should be moving forward. I'm talking about Manu Bufara, the chef owner of Manu in Curitiba, Brazil, a restaurant she opened 12 years ago, and which was the first ever in Brazil, headed up by a woman chef to serve only a tasting menu. A menu, in fact, that's composed of 60% plant-based ingredients. Really, the only meat Manu serves is lamb, and even that for only a little bit of the year when she can get it from a family member's farm. We'll talk about that. What I found striking in our interview, Kate joins me today with Manu, was that so much of how Manu works, how the restaurant works, seems so quaint and intimate, and yet the restaurant is internationally acclaimed. That's not an easy feat. Add to that the fact that this year, Manu will be opening a new spot in New York, in Chelsea, exciting for those of us who live nearby. Plus, her book is out today, and of course, we talk about that too. It's wonderful. It's gorgeous. It's fabulous. It's filled with interesting stuff. And it's called Manu Recipes and Stories from My Brazil. We didn't know Manu ahead of this interview, which is often the case with our interviews, but you never know what to expect in that situation. This was an energetic and fun and diverse conversation, ranging in topics. And I'm so glad we got to meet Manu and hear about the work she's doing. I think you'll enjoy it too. I'd love to start by talking about your book, Manu Recipes and Stories from My Brazil, which does a terrific job of both telling your story and showcasing the food. So you went to university for one semester for journalism, and then you worked at a ski resort. And the ski resort, it seems like working at a ski resort sort of changed your outlook on everything. And you didn't go back to journalism from there. Yes. Um, so actually, I finished the, the university after all, but <laughs> after seven years later. But yes, so when I um, uh, was one of my first uh, international trips, uh, living abroad, and uh, was in Seattle, in the United States. And uh, uh, when I arrived in this ski resort, it wasn't like it's every day they, they lay off us because there uh, uh, wasn't enough, uh, enough snow. So and then I just knock in a, in a resort, in a, in a hotel. Her name is Hotel Sales Lodge and Spa. Uh, it's in Snowcombe Falls. And I ask them, like, hey, um, I, I'm here and I need a job. And it was my first job in, uh, in the industry. Was, uh, yeah, I was back service. And I stay as a waitress for maybe eight months. 
seven months. And but in that time I was 17, so I just want to make money. And <laughs> when they invited me in the kitchen, because all the time I was I was doing room service, and when they 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 put me like the plate, you know, the pancakes, I always like put my fruits, put my red fruits, put my, you know, make beautiful, <laughs> of course, because I was the one who was delivery and I was the one who was making the tips. And one, one, one time the chef come to me and asked, hey, do you want to come in the kitchen? And I said, no, 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 you don't pay enough. And he said, yes, we pay, <laughs> we pay three times more than you, you received there. And okay, it was my first day in the kitchen. And I remember like my first job was, uh, they asked me, do you know how to do burger foie gras? I said, yes, of course. So I took, it was a foie gras burger. I never saw foie gras in my life. I was 17 years old. And I put the <laughs> foie gras in the grill. And when I just, you know, the foie gras melted, uh, like the whole foie gras. And then I said, and then he said, you told me as a, you know, screaming in the kitchen. I was a French guy. And like, <laughs> what, what I'm doing here, you know? <laughs> <laughs> So you lied about the foie gras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So not, <laughs> of course, it was my, my first plate to plate because I was doing pancakes, you know, eggs Benedict. And, and then they asked me to do a, a, a burger and foie gras. I said, do you, because for me, it was like, uh, yeah, you, you have worked with this? Yes, of course. Just Google, go around and, you know, find <laughs> out, but never say no. So you were one of the first international interns at Noma. We might have met there because I was there a couple times in the early days. Renee at that time was still a relative unknown, although starting to develop a reputation. What what was that like for you? What kind of influence did that have on you? For me, was uh, uh, Renee was one of the, you know, I sent an email to them because uh, I, I used to work in Italy. And then the chef, uh, I was doing an internship in Italy for one year. And then the chef always give me books and magazines. And one of the magazine was a Piscius that I saw Renee. And then I emailed them on, on November. I asked them if I can come over on January. And they asked me why the Brazilian want to come in January here, you know, like super cold and crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and all beautiful in Brazil. Yes. And then I said, no, I want to spend three months. So it was my first three months at Noma. 2007, I'm sorry. Uh, it was the end of 2006. And then uh, for me, uh, working at Noma in that time was, you know, you can see um, how Henny was working with farm to table, you know, how he was developing uh, the producers, the products, and what's having around them, you know. And I was in Brazil in that time. Everyone was using caviar, foie gras, and you know, wasn't developing uh, besides Alex, but all of the other chefs was, you know, the import, the imported things was uh, things coming from abroad, from France, from, from Italy and whatever. So when I, when I, I, I was in Noma, I said, wow, look what he's doing with simple, you know, simple products, like simple, I don't know, cauliflower or broccoli, what they have around. But what is his job here? His job is to do the transformation. He is the mind of Norma. So his job is to create uh, stuff with the simple stuffs and what he has around. So I said, oh, this, I was uh, talking to myself and then I'm like, wow, this is the, the chef's job. You know, we have to sell our experience 
we have to have a great mind and we are here in the kitchen. We are paying as a chef for, you know, being here as a leader to do the transformation, you know, to um, not the killed ingredients twice, you know, because he's already died once for us. So, <laughs> and then I, I, I was, I like uh, that. Don't kill the ingredients twice. Yeah. Yes. Because, you know, the fish already die once for you and then come in the hands of one chef, you know, and you know, you kill again. <laughs> and so you have to pay attention. And Noma was that experience for me. And when I come back to Brazil, of course, I, I, I didn't have my restaurant uh, yet, but I started to writing, you know, in these small books, you know, all my experience and, you know, some phrase, some beliefs that I have, some philosophy that I want. And I start to develop the producers here where I come from. And then I was thinking, one day I will have my restaurant. So I don't have money now uh, in 2007. I don't know if I can, you know, open a restaurant right now. But I can start developing people, you know, producers, products. So when I start my my work with the community uh, here in Curitiba. The recipes in the book look and feel very Noma-esque, but they they have that kind of special simplicity about their look that you know there's a lot of work in there, but they look like they just sprung out of nature. And um, I know that you like to source things outdoors and you work a lot with foragers and fishing communities. How did that begin? Is that a passion? And can you talk a little bit about that, about the sourcing from nature? Of course. So we have, um, we started uh, these projects as uh, the Urban Gardens in 2006. It's a, it's a project that belongs to the public politics. And I started the project in 2012 when I started to develop new seeds, to develop, you know, uh, new products, not just letters, uh, broccolis and, you know, carrots. But I started to develop the communities and then be side by side with them. So the urban, the urban gardens and the, the farm, the Curitiba farm, that is a, it's a, like a university for all the people who work in the farms, in the urban gardens, they have uh, access to go there, do, you know, some studies to see what is new, uh, how is the soil that they are working, how they can, you know, if they have some, some plague at, the, at the, the urban gardens. So the urban gardens is something that we developed for community. Chefs, you cannot go inside and grab whatever you want. So I work today with uh, seven urban gardens here in Curitiba uh, that we can pick up our stuff. So I know the soil that we we care, our carrots come. It's two two types of soil. Uh, it's two different parts of Curitiba. So the carrots it's a little bit more sweet. Um, the soil is more wet than the other one is more dry because the other one it's a, it's a high. Soil. It's um. It was um like a parking lot before. So you you know the cars and everything. So we. I start to study. I not graduated in 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 farms or urban farms. And it's so funny because today in the the WhatsApp group they ask me as as I know you know they send me like pictures of the animals you know the plague that they have and then I'm like oh my god I don't know, uh, but I, I I will find out you know I ask my father whatever but so I start to. Uh, you know, to read, to understand about, you know, how the, how this can impact your vegetable, how this can impact your food, 
how the water can impact your food. You know, like uh, we have uh, a filter water, the, the whole manu today, uh, even in my house, we have a filter in the in the front of the house, so uh, in the front of the manu that all the water comes in. It's it's filter, you know, uh, you can drink from the tap water. Uh, so uh, how this is different uh, to cook, you know, how water impact in your, you know, and everything that you eat or you clean your vegetables. And um, so this is kind of the system that we, we start to work in here in Curitiba. The fish uh, is still a problem in Brazil, how they, they fish. And, you know, because uh, it's something that I really want to do as the same as in Portugal. You know, the, the fish system in Portugal is one of the amazing that we have in the world. Mm. And... Uh, and Curitiba is still is still a little bit hard. We are thirty minutes from from the sea, and we have fresh fish, you know. But uh, the the fishermen they still don't know how to, you know. Some, they miss the information and education, you know. It's something that we we try to teach all the time, but it's still hard. Even the scallops, you know. Today uh, it's an example. Uh, today we we got the scallops from Santa Catarina. It's like three hours from here. And it's, it's alive scallops. They just put in a box, uh, no ice at all, mm. you know. And then I said, but why you don't put ice? Ice too expensive. You know what I mean? So they charge a little bit more. Uh, you know, it's it's not something that we're not going to pay it, you know. But it's it's bad for, you know, because it's it's a bivalve and it's it's raw. It's, it's you know, it's alive. It's something that we're still working. I have an institute today, so we're working uh, with these fishermen. It's one of my, you know, my job in the future. I really want to do this transformation. But we work today with three fishermen that um, the sea urchin, you know, the the shrimp, the langoustines, uh, the oyster, and and the scallops come from from this guy, uh, Vinicius, his name. So he's really hard work. He drives them back and forth twice in a week to deliver for us. And the other guy is Giovanni, who work with uh, a community of uh, 20 fishermen who just who does just do fish, uh, fishing in the line, not in uh, not you know not the you know the quantity of fish. So this is uh, oh, we how we work with the fishermen. We serve. Uh, just lamp, sometimes pork. The lamp come from my my family farm. Oh, that's uh, great. One of my yeah, one of my uncles. Uh, he produced super organic, uh, super sustainable. Uh, so he he do- doesn't have the lamp the whole year. So it's it's the season because uh, it's not like you put in for coming you know lamp 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 the whole year. So um, the system we work between the winter time. That is good for us. Uh, so it's between May and August that we have a meat in, in the restaurant. The other times the year, we serve a lot of vegetables and uh, uh, a lot of fish uh, and seafood that come from, from our coast. Uh, where I come from, Paraná and Santa Catarina is the bigger one who provide uh, seafood for all over Brazil. Uh, so we we send our fish and seafood for all the coasts, all the Brazilian coasts. Hopefully with ice. Yeah. <laughs> this is like big companies, yes. You're only serving meat those three months of the year when your uncle yeah, has it, huh? Yeah. 
three or four months in the year we serve the lamp. It's interesting. Yeah, uh, and it's uh, when it when the lamp is good, the lamp uh, the meat it's more more white. It's a it's a really small lamp, and then during this time, it's a uh, we of course we work with Hampshire. It's a type of lamp. Uh, the meat is more like rosy. It's not so red, and um, and during this time of year, it's the time it's good for them. They start to to kill the animals uh, in May, between May and October. Interesting. We'll be back in just a moment with more from Manu Bufara, Kate, and me. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi folks, we have a new sponsor and an interesting one. We all take about 20,000 breaths a day, and Americans spend about 90% of our time indoors. That indoor air that we breathe can be up to 100 times more polluted than outdoor air, according to the EPA. And indoor air pollutants can cause respiratory symptoms like sneezing, congestion, scratchy throat, and even more serious health problems like lung and heart disease. So, what's the solution? Introducing Air Doctor, the air purifier that filters out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants so your lungs don't have to. This includes allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mites, mold spores, and even bacteria and viruses. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund. Head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code BITMAN. B-I-T-T-M-A-N, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to our listeners, you will also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock in this special offer by going to airdoctorpro.com. That's A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com and use the promo code BITMAN. We're all drinking more water these days, and we're all concerned that we're drinking safe, clean, unpolluted water. Yet, according to our friends at the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in the United States have harmful contaminants in their tap water. That's why it's worth checking out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. They remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and are specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, you know, those forever chemicals, in your water supply. PFAS, by the way, is found in almost 45% of U.S. tap water. 
AquaTrue has water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. Their proprietary purification technology is independently tested to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAS, nitrates, and many, many others. The filters are affordable and long-lasting, and they do not need changing every two or three months like so many others. They last from six months to up to two years. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water, less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you won't be buying bottled water, and it'll save the environment from tons of single-use plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and makes a great gift. Today, listeners to Food with Mark Bittman receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com, that's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com, and enter code Bittman at checkout. For 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier, go to AquaTrue.com and use the promo code Bittman, B-I-T-T-M-A-N. Hi folks, a word from our friends at Made In. Did you know that most of the dishes in Tom Colicchio's craft restaurant are made in, made in pots and pans? The braised short ribs, made in, made in. The Rohan duck, made in, made in. The heritage pork chop, you got it, made in, made in. Which isn't surprising. Made in has been supplying top chefs and restaurants with high-end cookware for years. For the simple reason that made in makes exactly what demanding chefs are looking for. Their carbon steel cookware, for example, combines the best of cast iron and stainless steel, gets super hot, and is rugged enough for grills or an open flame. Best of all, Made In is sold online, so their professional-grade cookware is far more affordable than other iron brands. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes on menus all around the world have in common. They're Made In, Made In. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from the 18th until the 27th. Visit MadeInCookware.com. That's MadeInCookware.com. Thanks. Have you ever bought something, owned something that really inspired you to up your game? A tennis racket, a new pair of running shoes, a new piece of cooking equipment that made you just want to cook your brains out? I know that when I first started cooking on induction burners, I just couldn't stop. It was so much fun. When we own exceptional things, they inspire us to do exceptional things. The all-new Lexus GX has an exceptional capability that will have you seeing possibilities you never knew existed. Its advanced technology and luxurious interior mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. Some of the features that are available on this car include dynamic sky panorama glass roof, front row massaging seats, you know you want that. Available 33-inch all-terrain tires, which you will want when you check out the multi-terrain select. These are really great features, the kind of features that will make you proud and happy to own a Lexus GX. Live up to the all-new Lexus GX. Luxury beyond limits. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Manu is the first restaurant in Brazil to be headed up by a female chef to serve only a tasting menu. I mean, that's a big deal. And I'm just curious about how it's different in Brazil and what the culture in Brazil is like. Yeah. 
I think uh, we change a lot, you know. It was, if we talk about when I opened the restaurant, you know, 12 years ago, a lot of mayo chefs was dominating, you know, but they were like the biggest guys, everyone was inspired by them. And uh, I think today, uh, not just in Brazil, but Latin America, we have a lot of women, uh, you know, on the front line and not just on the, on, as a chef, but as a sommelier, as a manager, uh, as an investor. Uh, I think uh, change a lot. Uh, of course, we need more change because they, we need more space here. The woman needs more space, you know, as a, as a gender. Uh, if we put in, a, in, the, in our fingers... Of course, the mayo is dominating. You know, we don't have... Because when we talk about women in the kitchen here in, in South America or Latin America, it's a... Well, of course, my family comes from Lebanon. And uh, yeah, the part of my family is from Lebanon and the other part is, is from Italy. When they arrived during the Second War, the only thing that they knew it and the only thing that can put them to remember their family was the food. So what the woman do in that time? Because the man worked in the industrial, you know, uh, as my grand-grandfather, and then his wife, uh, what's the connection to, to stay connected with their country? Is to open a little, pla a little place and serve food. As a Lebanese was my, first, uh, my, my, my family's first business. So the woman was in the kitchen, but uh, it was a casual, you know, to serving a little food and bring extra money to the house, you know, to support the the, the family, the kids, and uh, so it wasn't a work as uh, as being front of the you know uh, restaurant uh, every day working. No, it was like two days work just to bring extra cash and doing some dishes and sell to their neighbors. And uh, if we talk until today, what's uh, uh, this is happening a lot? But if you talk with the woman. It's, I'm talking about big kitchens, you know, uh, as like big restaurants, like 200, 400 covers per night. Mm -hmm. um, if we talk about the woman in that restaurant, they are just the extra money to the house. You know what I mean? It's not like they are they are bringing their, they, for their kids, they are paying schools or whatever. No, they're just extra money because they work like seven hours per day. And of course, the industrial doesn't, our industrial doesn't pay enough. You know, it's a, it's a, here in South America, it's really hard to get uh, like um, per month is like $300, you know, at the minimum salary for a cook. So $300 per month, what is that? You know, it's nothing. So I believe when the professional uh, five years ago, let's talk in, in here, uh, change a lot, you know, put like a, a magazines, chefs start to, you know, being like these master chefs that this. TV shows like Top Chefs or whatever become like, wow, what is this? But in the other side coming, these younger chefs that they want to do the professional as just glamour. You know, so uh, we have the, you know, the good and the bad side. But I think we need more women and I think uh, they need to pay attention more in uh, in Latin America. You know, like the, the, the journalists and the people, the, the Latin America journalists, always uh, the man in the first, you know, still, it's still that, that in the, in our industrial here, but I believe it's changing. You know, I believe the power of the, the woman, uh, it's really changing. Right. Once we stop having to talk about it all the time, that probably means that the change is complete. <laughs> like yeah. it's still such a novelty. 
especially someone yeah. like you with two young children, it's like borderline impossible to do. So, you know, as women, we all have such trouble juggling everything because we just sort of naturally are caregivers too. Yes. And all the time we want to explain, you know, mm-hmm. we want to explain, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so uh, don't need to explain. And I think it's sometimes it's hard because some women think like, uh, if I have kids, I don't have my professional side. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I have to take care of the kids. And I always tell, uh, I tell my girls, like, you choose me and I choose you. So you choose me as a mother and uh, I have to travel. I have to do stuff. So I work at night. So it's hard, but the time that I spend with them, it's, it's quality, not quantity. So I think it's, it's, and then it's nice to show because we are building the world for these new children, you know, we are building for when they arrive, it's going to be easier. I believe so. It's going to be easier for them. I hope so. (laughs) I really do. (laughs) I, I, I do think that, uh, I love the way you that you said that you choose each other because I do think that there are mornings where, you know, we're all rushing around and it's easy to just sort of get some chores in instead of taking the time to just sit with your kid. But knowing that you're not going to see your kid all day because they're in school, it's important to just sort of sit down, play a game and and just leave the yes. la- laundry or whatever for later. So we've sort of touched on this a little, but you've said that you wanted to change the world with food. And this is something that relates directly to how Mark works because Mark believes that food is connected to everything. So I'm curious as to what it means for you. I really believe like uh, the, the social product that we have here in my city is something that we, we see the change, you know, as food. So as the, the urban garden today, we have uh, 180 urban gardens that provide organic and sustainable. The, the family has to do their own compost. So they understand about the trash. They understand about the climate change. So how important it is, you know, we, we spend the summer here in Brazil raining the whole summer. We, we didn't have a sun. We, we, we have all these disasters, you know, um, uh, during the January. A lot of people die with the raining. So why is that? You know, because we, we are not in take care of the planet. So the Urban Gardens today, we provide this food um, directly to 5,000 families, indirectly, like, uh, the, you know, the families that they give food, it's like around 12,000. And then it's uh, when you are in contact with your food, make you happy, you know, like you are growing your own food, you are taking care of your trash, you know, we, you are doing something with your trash, your own compost, you see live worms to put again in the, in the, in your garden, you know, so we saw uh, a lot of people who was like depressive in the house watching TV when they come and they have the, this little garden for them, you see the happiness again, you know, because they are in contact with the soil. It's, it's make a, when you are in contact with nature, it's incredible. And, uh, the other project that we have, it's with the kids. So for kids understand what is the ultra processed foods, the processed foods, uh, because Sometimes, you know, as a parent, I believe like a, because the moms, I, I'm talking about moms and dad, but when it, it, you stay too much out in your job for eight hours or 10 hours, you come at home and you do a, a, for the kid, you buy a chocolate or whatever. Why? Why you need to buy 
these shit chocolates, like a 2X chocolate, and give to your kids, apologizing for you. Have, you know, we stay out for 10 or 8 hours or doing a trip. You know, I don't understand. I don't get it, you know. And sometimes, like uh, uh, other in the Easter time now, uh, we have a lot of donation, you know, from private or, you know, for, for big companies. And they call us and said, oh, we're going to uh, deliver chocolates. And I said, we don't need chocolate. We want, you know, food. food. We need, <laughs> we need, yeah, we need rice. We need beans. These people, they, they don't care about chocolate, you know. They, they need real food because sometimes they don't have... Uh, food to eat like you know and lunchtime or dinner time and i think people need uh, the poli- poli- uh, public politics need to work with us and if you think i already did the match but how many chefs we have in the world if each chef do a little talk in their neighborhood in a school in a church and inform people uh, you know, do like a, be a speaker or a speech, you know, about food, about the connection, understanding how important it is to sit in a table, to under, to pay attention and what you are putting in your mouth. It's something is missing. So I believe like us as not just chefs, but I think cooks uh, as like front of the houses, we are people who has the information. So we need to give it back to the society. You know, we need to do something to the society again. And sometimes I look at in the when I'm in the supermarket, my husband said, you're not going to talk with them because sometimes I want to talk with the people. <laughs> I'm wondering what some of your favorite recipes in the book are. It's uh, uh, the carrot and the cauliflower. I think uh, they are a signature dish. They are uh, at the restaurant. And the, the connection that I have uh, with the both of the dishes, it's... Uh, it's funny because um, the carrot is a simple carrot, but uh, it's a, uh, it's related with three gardens that we started. Uh, the three gardens was a community that's really really poor, and they they need to eat better, and they didn't have like a clean water. It was like a hard job to get the 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 urban garden goes o- over there, and. Um, and uh, they they do they produce like one of the best carrots during the summer, one of them, and uh, it's super amazing. And the the fermented sauce, it's a fermented sauce that we use it with a fresh. Oh, what's the name? Uh, Levant? No, no, it's not le- fresh Levant. Sourdough starter, yeah. Yeah. So I always when they, we start to do the sourdough, I was eating uh, the the pieces of the sourdough. You know the the fermented. I love it because it's a lot of umami, and I love it. So one day I tried to. Well, this recipe we started to 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 started them. I have a funny story, but we started them in uh, in I think in January or whatever. Uh, and to get like really good recipe was like March. So and then my first trip we we went to Moscow. Uh, cooking in a restaurant over there it was 10 years of white rabbit and they invited us to cook and i put in my bag the sauce the sauce okay amazing inside the bag na, na, na. with my clothes was two dishes that three dishes that <laughs> i was cooking i know cooking. what's gonna happen <laughs> so i arrived in moscow i didn't know was ferment sauce oh, everywhere god so when my I called my assistant, when my assistant arrived in my room, I put all the clothes inside the tub 
I put soup and I started washing my clothes. I didn't have clothes. It was like winter time. And then it, it was Sunday. And I said, no, 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 no. This is not happening. Like a 20 hours flight. <laughs> Smelled terrible. <laughs> and then we start to cook the sauce. Because of course, it's stupid in the airplane. Yeah, I didn't cook the sauce before because you have to cook for 30 minutes. Of course, it's stupid. <laughs> and then I didn't cook in the airplane. Of course, the sauce, boom, <laughs> explodes <laughs> in the bag. It was like a bomb, you know. <laughs> I'm just going to interrupt. It does look like an amazing recipe. It's a sauce. It's kind of a sourdough beurre blanc, yeah? It's a, yeah, sour, it's a sourdough starter with soy sauce, rice vinegar, garlic, and stirring in cold butter, yeah? So yes. that's an amazing, very creative, interesting sauce. Manu, we ask everybody this. What did you have for dinner last night? Well, I did, and I cooked it. I was doing a dinner for Pejuet, but you can ask what I have for lunch last, the last day. <laughs> yeah. You didn't eat dinner? Did you not eat dinner at all last night? No, I did. Uh, I did like a late, a late lunch at 4 p.m. Okay, tell us. And so it was a, a box of uh, sushi, sashimi and sushi. That you bought? Yeah. <laughs> was at 4 p.m., so it was lunch and dinner. Are you opening a restaurant here in New York? Yes, in the end of the year. Wow, where is it going to be? In in Chelsea, near the Chelsea market, like one block from, from there. near the, Awesome. Behind the High Line. What kind of food? Um, we are going to do like, um, it's not f- fine dining, you know, it's the other side of Manu. It's Manu from home. Oh, <laughs> I love that. So it's oh, a, that sounds great. Yeah, that's yeah, really it's cool. A, it's, a Brazil, it's a Brazilian cuisine. Uh, uh, focus on on the, where I come from. So a lot of vegetables, a lot of seafood, and I'm exciting, you know, to use some different pro- uh, products that I have here. And I think it's open your mind, you know, when it, you are in another country and see new cultures. And I really believe when you travel, you become more creativity. You are you 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 change. You you come back home differently. So I think New York is going to be that impact for me. Okay, well. We'll see you in New York then. Thank you, Manu. Good luck. Thank you. It was a pleasure to to talk with you guys. Thank you so much. Same here. Thank you, Manu. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you to the smart and energetic and brilliant Manu Bufara for all the really cool work she's doing and, of course, for joining us today. You can follow Manu on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Manu Bufara, M-A-N-U, B-U-F-F-A-R-A. Her new book, Manu, Recipes and Stories from My Brazil, is out today. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast and consider to subscribing to our newsletter, The Bitman Project, at bitmanproject.com. We'll see you next week when we will have somebody awesome. Bye for now. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.